0: weirdos.
1: This is a silly one.
0: It's a real silly this one. This is a
1: great one because Val wanted to be silly.
0: Yeah. And
1: then we were silly immediately. You'll hear we just go immediate silly and then unexpected, wonderful and deep and fun.
0: I know. It's like I needed to feel like I didn't have to be deep. Yeah. So that that so I that felt you could, yeah, safe be, enough to be deep.
1: I compl- I'm so with you because I felt The exact same way But I really think This is one of our better ones So thank you as always For listening If you want to show your support There's only one Pete's pick On this episode And it's such an easy And good one It's Ned and Co Love it Ned and Co Are the proprietors
0: Proprietors. The providers,
1: the, the growers, the, the packagers, the wonderful the dudes. They're the dudes. They make incredible CBD. They're, they're a purveyor. That's oh, a what purveyor. I want. They're a purveyor of great, yes, yes, yes. very high quality CBD. CBD that is so pure and so beautifully and caringly and lovingly grown. They don't even flavor it. They just put a little bit of MCT oil in with the pure CBD. CBD, if you don't know, you probably know because you listen to this podcast, is from the hemp plant. Uh, they, there's no THC. Well, there's a very, 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 very small trace amount of THC in there. But you're getting CBD, which is a incredible for me, speaking for me personally. For me? Personally. It's a wonderful mood elevator. It helps me relax at night, but it also helps me ease into my work in the morning. So it's sort of a super plant ally. Uh, CBD, obviously completely natural and plant-based. And if I'm sitting down and I want to read, or I want to write, or I want to focus, it helps me drop anchor into whatever it is I'm trying to do. But it also has that mood elevating quality to it. It doesn't get you high. There's no taking you out of the game. You can read on it. You can focus on it. You can work on it. Uh, Completely sharp. In fact, it helps me focus, keeps my brain sharp, but it makes me just... I'm gonna say like 30% more likely to smile or laugh or just yield to the task that I'm trying to achieve. So it is such a wonderful, wonderful Plant ally. I call it my happy juice. Whether you want to relieve stress or elevate your mood or just get into your day with a little less resistance, CBD is such a wonderful uh, secret weapon for me. And Ned is an incredible company that is so deliberate about where and how they grow their hemp. It's grown in Colorado.
0: Good vibes in Colorado.
1: Absolutely. They don't just buy it from a farm that's also growing GMO corn, and here's 200 acres of GMO cotton, then a little patch of hemp. They are going and finding—I mean, I talked to the, the CEO. They scour the globe for the people that are growing hemp the way it should be grown. I'm talking about playing music for the plants. I'm talking about worm beds and getting that soil rich in nutrients and all the things that it used to have but is so deficient in so often. They are into it. I talked to their CEO, like I said, these guys are passionate about CBD and getting the highest quality CBD directly to you. So if that sounds even a little bit interesting, which I, I don't know how it couldn't, It's a wonderful way to support this show and to support your nervous system, your brain, and your body. So if you're a little bit curious, the best thing to do is to try it and you'll be showing your support of the show, which sincerely means so much to us. So if you want to do that, go to helloned.com slash weird or enter
0: weird at
1: checkout. No question mark. (laughs) Weird. For 15% off your first one-time purchase and 20% off your first subscription order. That's helloned.com slash weird or enter weird at checkout for 15% off your first one-time or 20% off your first subscription order and get some of my favorite plant ally juice in your body. Weird. Thank you, Valerie. (laughs) All right, friends. Enjoy. Always love spending this time with you. Hope you do, too. Get... Into it. Yeah. Lip-a-dip shit on your kip-kip topper. (laughs) Lip-a-dip shit on your kip top wow. Lip-a-dip ship on your kip-kip topper. Have you seen Mayor McCheese in the nude? <laughs> Welcome so to a no... Val wants a no deep thoughts. I want no
0: dim, deep dim, thoughts. tim
1: dim 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 hit on the dimmer. It's too, too bright, bright in, in dad study. study. I can't I see, see my hand in front of my face. face. So dim the, the dimmer, dimmer. In, in the, the direction. direction of the lord Lord. that's up oh so dim the dimmer in the the direction of of the the lord Lord. that's up (laughs) so (laughs) so (laughs) dim
2: Dim, the dimmer in the direction. direction
0: You know what I love I to want do. I
1: went Louis Armstrong and you didn't did. even notice.
0: <laughs> That's
1: Louis Armstrong's a guy who wants to get noticed. He Everyone's did. singing and he's like, Oh, what if I sing in London? He's not trying to blend in.
0: I know. What's his talking his talking voice did match his vo- his singing voice.
1: That's like he swallowed a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Like not he didn't light him and smoke them. He just He swallowed the dip.
0: pack and then threw the match down.
1: So he did smoke them, but he. <laughs> something inside. inside him smoked the cigarette. His cigarettes.
0: esophagus smoked it. Itself.
1: His esophagus evolved like the fish that grew legs. It, mm-hmm. like, evolved mm-hmm. hands and a mouth, and it smoked the cigarettes.
0: What was that fish's name?
1: <laughs> what was the fish? Yeah, Lucy gets a name.
0: Yeah, the first fish. That What's entered- the first.
1: Jonathan Taylor Thomas is first fish.
0: <laughs> what? What are these? <laughs> I'm
2: getting out
1: of here. The critics are saying. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Critics are saying he walks out of the ocean in the first 10 minutes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's built. Critics are saying they're using the theme from Sam Ferdinand. <laughs> 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 and
1: what no one listening to the podcast pod can tell is I'm uh, miming the, the steps Walking. with yes, my hands. That's right. Sort of like a seal, flat seal. Is seal's name seal? Because no one wants to be called seal.
0: No. I mean, it's better than walrus, that's for sure.
1: Dude, but all this time we've assumed it's the, it's the animal. Yeah. What if he just means like...
0: A tight seal.
1: Yeah, like together. Seal. Seal. If I met seal, I would be so shy. And there's no way I would ask him, <laughs> is it a seal? Or a... <laughs> what?
0: what? What? Are you sealing an envelope? That's the right choice. Do not ask him that if you meet him. Yeah, I'll
1: get that every day. I'll get that Besides, every day.
0: Usually people ask about the skull. <laughs> 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 I'm actually relieved it's about. Oh my god.
1: I think those have a terrible story.
0: Do they? Yeah. I assumed it was just Acne, so I'm really sorry.
1: Well you didn't know and, and it was a it was an innocent it was an innocent fo- and I'm not sure, but don't tell yes. us.
0: Don't nobody don't tell, tell us. us I don't want to know and I promise never to mention it again. We
1: promise never to mention <laughs> we it again.
0: promise. In fact I take it back. I,
1: I apologize back. on behalf of my client. She didn't know anything about SEAL. I didn't. And that's a really believable defense.
0: <laughs> well that was a bear a burn.
1: What <laughs> to seal?
0: Like I thought you to you. No. Like you were
1: ashamed that you're not well read on Seal backstory. No. you're
0: like she doesn't know anything about Seal. We don't even. And that's ma- a reasonable. <laughs> <defense>. <laughs> oh
1: my god! And Seal's there. Oi. <laughs> hey, Oi, isn't he British? I've been triple
0: burned. I hope so. I've
1: uh, been true. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. There's a riff area. We're going, we're steering away. Mm-hmm. Steer away.
0: Mm. Ooh, darling.
1: What are you Steer drinking? Steer
0: away. I'm drinking crisp, a mountain of valley, still water. Oh, in how my
1: boring. Own, in my own
0: container. Oh, and I do have a little bit of matcha left, an iced matcha. <laughs> I'll see his face right that, I wish I
1: could have seen my own face. That was a ridiculous song. Every once song. in a
0: while, you make a face that I've never seen you make.
1: That's how I feel about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm a mystery to yeah. myself.
0: Sometimes do you feel I'll... like a mystery to yourself? Mm. No, I think I got it. <laughs> I feel like if
1: you were a store, you'd be Target. Mm. That's a comp. That's a comp.
0: I do love Target. I- ideally, well, no, more you, ethical. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sure. And you have a lot more character. I don't mean like aesthetically. I mean with ease of departments.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I'm
1: like a Sedona, Arizona, knickknack shop. Yeah, that also sells froyo.
0: Yes, yeah. you are that. Yeah, but you there's totally like are.
1: here's our sage. Here's our froyo.
0: Here's our keychains. We
1: also sell red letter Bibles. Yeah. And also also, dildos.
0: And also like Hanuman statues.
1: Here's a Hanuman statue (laughs) and for no reason, a super soaker from the 90s. (laughs) It's a super soaker from the
0: 90s. It's a super soaker from
1: the 90s. 90s. It's a super soaker from
0: the 1990s. Did you have a super soaker?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: You were a bit old, weren't you?
1: (laughs) Well... That my store in Sedona I was picturing an old store.
0: So, yeah. yeah, yeah, like
1: it's old. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, floors yeah. creak.
0: Uh huh.
1: The walls speak. Darkness, <laughs> darkness. A butterfly. I'm doing a poem.
0: I know. I can tell. The
1: floors <laughs> creak. <laughs> right. The walls speak. Darkness, darkness. Butterflies.
2: Here's my slam. I'll do slam. Yeah, I'm going to
1: do, do a slam poem that I will make up. You'll know I'm making it up because it'll be quite bad. Okay. Here. Treasure chest. <laughs> do your best. Buy. Sells. Tell advisors. Advisors. Psychically damaging. Earthquake. Mistake. Angel food. Cake. <laughs> Haircut, nose trimmer, or in brimmer, real friend of mine, fine, cherry wine, porch swing set, tennis match, fret guitar, open bar, wedding, two grooms, one cup.
2: <laughs> what was that noise? I
1: don't know. Wait, wait, I'm not done. Takes the ring, my phone.
0: <laughs> you should have stopped while you were ahead.
1: I definitely should have. <laughs> I regret wait. going. You never know when to stop though. When people say you don't know when to stop, that's like, true. That's true, and that's my job. That's Steve Job. job. Jeff Bezos, Bozos the Clown, Overnight Shipping, Inequality. <laughs> so I just good. saw on a I
0: really enjoy I really enjoy when you do that. <laughs> my fake
1: slams. Yeah. I, it's, it's definitely if I whatever I'm doing I learned from Eric Andre's bit. He and I love to do fake slam poetries. Mm. Cherry jam, toe jam, earl of sandwich. French bread instead incest
0: wow I really like <laughs> I you know when you like you have never tried something and but you do get a sense that you of could whether do whether or not you could do it I have the opposite
1: you're like, like I couldn't do I it
0: no I couldn't I mean maybe off air in my safest space with you I yeah could try it but I'm pretty sure I can't do it like the the type of Like the word association, Insta-rhyme thing. Interesting.
1: Well, I don't think I did it as well as I normally do it when we're not recording. I think I was sort of handicapped, salary-capped.
0: I feel like you did a great job. Oh, thanks. Or or maybe you just always do that well.
1: (laughs) I I think that's right. (laughs) I wiped my face with a towel that was unclean. When? Yesterday, and my face... Still smells, Is and it, I've washed it. I washed it.
0: How does this keep happening?
1: That I'm the one that finds the funky towel.
0: Yeah, because I
1: get out and I put it right on my face.
0: We have this thing. And you then know it what we leaves like a
1: skunk. It scents me. I'm now dating this towel.
0: Let's just do one use towels. One use. I'm we into it. We have the towels for. We
1: it. have the technology. We have
0: so we have more towels. Well, than when we Val and storage. I
1: started cohabitating. For humanity, manatee, appetizer, rivers, Cuomo, wheezer. <laughs>
2: wheezer the we
1: juice. said so, the juice. Oh, my God. I was so close to the best one there ever would have been. <laughs> and I missed it. It was right there. I said... Calhabitate though I don't even remember what he said, the Weezer. He's but I said it like He said Rivers Cuomo Weez. Weezer. That juice would have been like a volcano. Oh OJ, did he do it? If it fits, you must. If it don't fit, you <laughs> must, must. Uh, quit smoking. <laughs> 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 Uh, you, if it if the glove does not fit, you must uh, quit smoking for your kids, the children of the corny joke. Don't smoke. I mean, what did
0: you? The voice that you just did was like oh, for a second it kind of sounded like in the American Office, uh, Jim's impression of Kevin. Because you you went, if it does not... <laughs> oh, yeah, You're I was like, getting real if silly. It, if it does not fit, you must quit, And that sounds like Michael. My go- Michael, Michael. Can I have an advance on my <laughs> paycheck? Because they just opened up the Mr. Fields in the mall.
1: <laughs> they open- I can't do it. I
0: can't really do it either. I can do the, his impression of Stanley yeah. a little better, which is... Here it is. I enjoy the tangy zip of Merkel. Whip. <laughs> Or,
1: That's very good. why
0: do you keep CCing me on things that have nothing to do with me?
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Can you just say uh, The Office now? I don't know. I like to say The American Office because it's snobbier and it's like, implies like... <laughs> it's
1: fun being snobby. And everybody's snobby about something. Even yeah. if you're real not a snob, mm-hmm. you're snobby about something. Mm-hmm. Here's my impression of somebody who's not a snob in the way that we're a snob being a snob that's the lure you brought
2: oh my god
1: (laughs) you brought a lure ring
0: (laughs) ring on my My phone oh my god on my phone
1: that's what you said about Frodo. Frodo. Yeah. Oh. just keep going back to that. We were talking about this Woo! that I don't think this is tongues but I'm going to do it. Slow that down. I'm actually saying the full menu at McDonald's. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> you-
0: <laughs> I just pinched my nipples and he it's a podcast you- and no one can see. He lifted up his shirt and pinched his own nipples. A pinch? Wow, you really delivered. I'm so grateful, because I was like
1: Not in God, the mood for nude.
0: No, and I just like it feel like I've been so things have been so heavy lately and I was like I've just been listening to my dad wrote a porno all morning, and I'm like, I, "Yeah, like I just want to laugh, Just laugh
1: it up, just, just laugh know, it up,
0: laugh. just laugh it up." You just turned on the silly juice.
1: I did. Well, I just did Andrew Santino's <clears throat> podcast, "Whiskey Ginger," and uh, we got real deep.
0: You did? We you know, and say, not, I not you were real say deep. You like? Were we were silly for the silly.
1: We were silly, and I think that did prime. And I you know it's funny his podcast was so funny, and I think maybe sometimes I do forget to make our podcast funny, not I know. necessarily ours, ours can be funny, but like sometimes I'll have guests on, and it I just realize like it's so far from my mind, yeah, that I'm like, try to get a try to do bits,
0: yeah, isn't it and funny I like that bits. people used to like this kind of used to be a comedy podcast.
1: That's really funny, it's really true. And I think you know you I, I think we would do well. I would I would do well. It would it would serve to probably lean a bit a little bit more in that direction.
0: Silly billies.
1: Silly billies. I mean, the show's been out for ten years. It's going to go through times.
0: Of course, there was the Seasons. there was
1: there was the season of I couldn't stop talking about polyamory. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> there was the whole laser accuracy phase. There was there
1: were. I mean, I still love Chelsea, but that was like a huge phase of the show where uh-huh. I like couldn't stop talking about. Chelsea. I get real obsessed with people.
0: Mm-hmm. You would mention Mulaney a lot.
1: I think I still get shit for that. It's funny because Mulaney's super dupes fame now. Yeah,
0: but when you were mentioning him a lot, you, he was. It was. No, I know, and I think I mentioned
1: him the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it seems like you're trying to be like, well, Bono. You know, it's like, oh yeah, get over it.
0: Get over. It. I knew him when he was little, Bonnie Bonnerson.
1: <laughs> Bonnie Bonnerson. <laughs> Oi, Bonnie Bonnerson. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it Paul McCartney? <laughs> Bonnie Bonnerson. You want to be in the Beatles? The Beatles. You want to be in the Beatles? doesn't <laughs> you. That was my bit. When I was in Modu it didn't feel Ooh. real
0: back when i was in liverpool they like all kind of had um, stuffy noses well sometimes british people st- sound like they have stuffy noses don't they
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> valerie a lot of us just sort of that's our that's our choice it's the register
0: just, that was well
1: it's not quite polite to keep the air canal to your nose completely open
0: it's a thing. We don't breathe out of our nose when we're talking, do we?
1: We don't, because you don't know what aromas are out there.
0: The queen doesn't like it. Well, actually,
1: <laughs> it's really funny. Think about the queen.
0: Okay, here, I always do.
1: Here comes the queen. <laughs> and she gets to the microphone and she's got her gloves on and she's doing her little wave. And she's going to give a speech Does she still, Back when she gave speeches I don't know Yeah, well still. she
0: used to do it over the radio too. Right
1: But it, it wouldn't be the appropriate Christmas message Yeah, the Christmas Happy Christmas Yeah From Your Majesty
0: Yes, quite
1: You know, the Queen Philip but,
0: Philip That was really good That was good. very
1: good If you're watching The Crown, that was very good. Yeah, I feel like I'm watching The Crown. Can I give you an observation?
0: Quite, (laughs) Philip. That's the only three words I can say.
1: Which is what will be in our body swap movie, where you're put in the body of the Queen. (gasps) Briefly, Uh it's kind of like Ocean's Eleven (laughs) sort of style comedy heist. Like you have to pretend to be the Queen, but you can only say three words.
0: Amazing.
1: So they're like, "Mom, you see anything weird around here?"
0: Yes, quite.
1: Huh? Oi, she said she saw something I keep saying oi,
0: oi. She keeps
1: saying, she saw oh, something weird Who was it? F- so-
0: Philip <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm you punching her butt you I'm punching home. you <laughs> Philip Are you saying Philip was in here?
0: Yes, quite <laughs> <laughs> ah. Prime Minister <laughs> <sighs> I'm getting better.
1: It was very good.
0: Oh, it was very God. good. You guys, The Crown is so good. Oh.
1: I do like it, but I'm always hesitant to watch it. And
0: and it took me years to get you... It was like, they have no, four seasons. It took me years to get you to watch
1: it. You know what's funny? When we were watching Black Widow last night, I don't know if I could do this as a bit, but like, and I don't even really feel this way about Black Widow, but it's a, you know, it's a female lead movie. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, God. Again, I was enjoying it. But I was like, for so long white men have been yep. Well, who am I pretending to be? Yeah. Well, you can mm-hmm. be James Bond, you can be Matt Damon, you can be <laughs> Matt Damon as <laughs> whoever Matt Damon is, he's Matt
0: Damon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can
1: be Tom Hanks, yep. you can be it's all of us. Yes. So uh, what I'm realizing is like the effort it can sometimes take to enjoy a movie where it's not just a one for one Oh, that's the movie me.
0: That's what women and people that's what of I'm color saying. have been doing. I,
1: just before you finish this very self-righteous point. I'm
0: just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. That
1: was 100% <laughs> a joke. I know. I mean, 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm finally learning what you've been yeah, saying I was to I finishing
0: me. your thought. Yeah, yeah. What you
1: I ruined said. it by f- pretend scolding you. But that I'm ag- I'm finally starting yeah. to go... And it's still black, women, it's still a white woman. Yeah. And it's still filled with white men. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like they're really putting us in, not even a car, they're putting us in the front part of a grocery uh, cart Mm -hmm. and gently ushering white men into an era where maybe the story isn't directly... And immediately about their life and their life situation.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine that's being I'm, that's a I'm woman saying. watching Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I, before you even finished the point, I was like, I'm starting to go like, fuck. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, no, no bit. Like, Sorry. Yeah. Because that sucks.
0: Yeah. That
1: sucks. Like, it's getting better. I mean, I think it's getting better is tricky because you can hide behind it's getting better
0: really easily. It still has a long way to go. It has
1: a long way to go. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm proud that we uh, have Kumail making The Big Sick, like Mm -hmm. movies where it's not. Uh, Well, Big Sick has a cultural element to it, but there's a lot of movies Mm -hmm. where the point isn't. It's a movie about an Asian person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be like the Joy Luck Club, which like, remember in the 90s if there was a movie about an Asian person, it was, the whole movie was just like explaining Asian culture.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: To white people. Yeah. So it was still kind of like a tour. Yes. Like, here, come on in, we know who you are.
0: Well, and that's exactly the whole thing, is is, that's like the white privilege thing of or right sorry white fragility thing of like That's we what, think yes. that there's like there's white which is the baseline and then from yep. that stems all these other races That's right. And so it's like yeah. But
1: the lobby of any mm-hmm. attraction is a white lobby.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like
1: that even if it's a movie we'd said we weren't going to get deep though.
0: I know, but that shimmering I love that you had that yeah, I did, I, and it is. It is such a. But that's I'm embarrassed. Like the reason that well, yeah, this I'm is that, embarrassing you, for for uh, uh, it should be. That's it like is. It's part yeah, of the. It's embarrassing. And and it applies to me too. Like you said, it's like white women. Okay, but white women have also been represented, you know, significantly more than women yeah. of color and people you know, of color.
1: What do you make of of this though? Because mm-hmm. I this is I maybe it's too serious, but I was like. Okay, so I grew up... Uh, I was a, a white man child. Oh, okay. <laughs> As a child, I was a white child. Mm-hmm. And I watched movies where, let's say it's Matt Damon, and they do these incredible things. Mm-hmm. Now we have movies that Leela will grow up with. Like, when she's old enough, she'll watch Black Widow or something like it. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing these impossible things. Mm-hmm. I can see both sides of it. On one hand, it's like a it's just entertainment, and and it's... Good for your psyche to see Someone who looks like you Mm. Doing incredible things Mm -hmm. Even if we know in our heart of hearts I can't fly a helicopter I can't shoot a gun while I'm flying through the air Or do a somersault or all that stuff But is there another side where you're kind of like You're let down Because you can't do the things that you see on the screen Mm. Because I know growing up I was like you'd see athletes for sure Mm. And I was like well I can't do what they do And it would kind of make me feel a little bit less than So the reason I'm asking is because there could be a bit, which is like, now we're representing other people, but in these really unrealistic ways. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the party where you'll kind of feel like, hey, I don't look like Scarlett Johansson and I don't... Whatever it is. Yeah. Is there anything there?
0: Yeah, I think so. Although I do think, well, maybe if that is true, then we need to first go through the phase where we see a variety, like a, a strong um diversity in who is doing the extraordinary things. That's and right. And then we can maybe get on the other side of that and be like, and you have people who are just regular people. Because if you if It's as funny, as that's s-
1: how it goes though, right? It starts yeah. with like Superman uh-huh. and then you get movies where Philip Seymour Hoffman is crying into his own cum tissues. Yes. But that's how it goes. Yeah. And that's sort of the trajectory <clears throat> Of entertainment if I'm hearing you, yeah, correct. and
0: that's really similar to like i I've maybe said this before on the podcast, but i when I worked for Real Girl, which was a girls' empowerment program, um, my boss and friend was, I guess maybe fifteen to tw- somewhere between fifteen and twenty. no, she yeah, fifteen years older than me. And we kind of I kind of figured out that there's like, this is a you know these are colloquial terms minimizing a, a bigger idea but it's like the sex in the city feminists and then the broad city feminists and like she was of the feminism era of like we can do everything men can do and we can look fabulous doing it right and like that was necessary that was a necessary right. step to be like so women are capable of doing of like being in a man's world and succeeding at that. And now, because they already proved that, we get to be, like, girls, Lena Dunham, Broad City era of, like, also, we don't have to do any of that fucking shit because we're just inherently valuable. Yeah.
1: Well, imagine we if we can
0: be deadbeats as well, if, if we want. If,
1: if Dum Dum Pete is watching Black Widow and has a minor epiphany going, like, wow, this is a little bit, and I really mean a penny, a penny's worth of the feeling that other people have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth mm-hmm. of what it feels like to not be the lead in a, in a, a movie, mm-hmm. how much more would I wake up to these realities if I had to do the things you feel you have to do mm. to like look
0: mm-hmm. look like a woman? Yeah. And
1: I don't mean like a woman. I mean like look like a woman in mm, our culture the society
0: like the patriarchs Tell them your that. Lena Dunham <clears throat>
1: observation about girls I thought that was so funny
0: Which one
1: You said when you watched the pilot of girls do you Oh I, my
0: gosh Yes so this is my own line. internalized misogyny and like I love Lena Dunham, I love her for life. And Girls was such an yeah. This is this is not
1: a Lena Burn. It's just a it's it's, it's just a tip a, to how revolutionary it still was yeah. when Girls came out.
0: And it is it's it's a good example of of like I said internalized misogyny. But the the opening scene of Girls is Lena uh, at a dinner table with her parents, like at dinner with her parents. And that entire scene, I was thinking, when is the lead of the show coming in? Yeah. Like, I didn't think that that could be the lead. Like,
1: it's one of these shows that opens with, like, a non-sequitur scene.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: you're like, but later, the Sarah Jessica Parker Whoever type will walk out. on and be like... No, wow. Normal people. So glad I'm not one of those. I have a fast paced lifestyle and she has a cosmo. (laughs) I understand. And and I'm not even trying to be funny. It feels like Broad City Feminist is we can do whatever we put our minds to Mm -hmm. and we can have a full bush. Like, that feels like a joke. (laughs) And
0: it's also like, and we do. Not that a full bush
1: is ugly. I'm just saying, like, there's something. Bush owning sure. about Broad City. To well, me.
0: it is just like it's the <laughs> Bush owning. Bush. You're just gonna let me say that <laughs> there's something
1: Bush, bush owning. owning,
0: meaning you got. Well, it's like <clears throat> yeah, there's they're not just working with only flattering angles, and they're making their bodies funny, and they're like, right, uh, you know, yeah, it's this idea that the the human body doesn't have but to that's... always be perfect to be a valuable or lovely.
1: And that's the arc we're talking about. That's First, it. you build it up yep. to a ridiculous pitch, and that's what we did. Um, men, white men, are superheroes, and they're amazing, and they're millionaires, and they're gorgeous. And then you have like the artsy. It's almost like yeah, like the status symbol of not wearing a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Like you're so rich, you don't wear a tuxedo, and that's the art movement of going like. But we're also shame and sexual raw energy yes. and fear and self-doubt. But that's a luxury because you were so built up. And then you're seeing white women or whatever being built up with sex mm-hmm. in the city. And then the next step is is the art movement of going, but we're also we have diarrhea and yeah. we're scared sometimes and we're. <laughs> And on girls, they were very selfish, kind of like Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. They were like very Mm self-centered. But that's like the privilege when you bolster, I don't mean bad privilege, when you bolster a collective identity Mm -hmm. and build it up enough, then you have the luxury to playfully assassinate. But you can't really do that with groups that haven't yet had the decades of... Look at us as superheroes Look at us as the president
0: That's right In reality
1: and in a movie And then after you have a good coat A base And this is also true of the human psyche Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I'm comfortable being like Look at I'm always clammy I have boob shadow uh, Whatever it might be Mm -hmm. I breathe too loud In videos that I shoot Whatever it might be Mm -hmm. That's only because I built the foundation And had the foundation built for me
0: of self love of
1: self love and self acceptance so that is like the model we're seeing and it's- the personal model in the in the group
0: Right, In and, group. and the two aren't. Yeah, they're not mutually exclusive. It's easier for you to do that when because your external world is be is is saying like, yes, you're the ideal. That's right. You're what we're. That's like the well, the highest position. Forget it. And it is it is privilege. That's the right word. And I, I mean, I, and I do mean that as like a, a bad privilege where, I
1: or a loaded privilege, a
0: loaded privilege. Yeah, where like. I'm sure that that like that just continues. I, I can't speak for women of color, but I wouldn't be surprised if they feel even more pressure to not just like look like the standards of the patriarch, but to but those standards of the patriarch of what a woman woman should look like are based on white women, straight hair, like the features like white features, right, you know, right. so there's just absolutely it's like way
1: right worse. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so on this and i, I, I I'm not an expert on uh, racial dynamics or anything by by any means, but I'm saying what we see is who we are. Mm-hmm. like is it seems like something you would hear on mushrooms, but it's tr- I really think it's true. Like the privilege that I'll happily concede to. Uh, it's the least I can do. <laughs> like, congratulating myself for admitting to privilege, but men are—we are. Like if you're, you, isn't that like such a loaded and stupid system? Like if you just admit that you are the beneficiary of a cultural privilege, yeah, then you're like one of the good guys. All you have to do is be like. I I have that.
0: That's I mean. Yeah. I'm not
1: saying you're one of the good guys, but at least you're heading in the right direction. At least yeah. you're not denying it, and then we can start working on it. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm, what I'm saying is, for sure, because the books I read as a kid and the movies and the TV that I saw, even something as silly as Saved by the Bell, I know Zach Morris is trash. It's such a funny mm-hmm. YouTuber, what whoever made it. Um. Even that that archetype mm-hmm. of the ki- the kid the white kid who is just sort of coasting yeah. and everything will work out yeah. and maybe and by the way he always gets in trouble but it like works out yep like somebody will sacrifice usually one of his friends who's mm-hmm. either like a dork or a girl <clears throat> Or a minority? Yes. Like,
0: whoa. Yeah. Am I
1: blowing my own mind right now? No, you're
0: blowing mine too.
1: We'll sacrifice something and keep him coast. Keep him surfing on top of reality. So yeah. I know for a fact, going into a job interview, I never really did that. But like going into a situation where I had to prove myself, mm-hmm. I was being bolstered by the belief by the thousands of images that I had seen. Of people who looked like me succeeding. succeeding. exactly. So I walked in and I was sort of like, I look like a success, don't I? Based on movies, based on television. Charlie Sheen in Wall Street, Michael Douglas in Wall Street. And and I I know we're not really... Let me just say this. We're not trying to... get the totality of the issue. We're just having a conversation. So I'm sure there's going to be some blind spots in this conversation. But this is just what we're talking about today. Yeah. And when I see Lila's books and her toys, sometimes we get teased because Lila will have multiracial toys Mm -hmm. or multiracial books. Usually somebody from Boston Mm -hmm. (laughs) will laugh at that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so it's Emerson said a a man or person is what... They think about all day. Mm. And I'm like, I really. I
0: said something very similar to that.
1: I think, yeah. Mm. I think that's one of the great secrets. And it's one of these weird things that we all know, Mm. but we don't want to, like, don't look at it directly. Mm. But it's what's happening. It's symbol.
0: Yeah. It's
1: Young says we're transformed by symbols. I can say you're equal, but until you're.
0: Represented,
1: you know, the new season of Master of None. I I really think it's a a brilliant. I only watched the first one, but to have a black lesbian couple be the center of the show, I actually had a moment where I was like, "That's a brilliant and beautiful thing to do." Yeah, uh, with that season of that show. Yeah, I've only, I didn't even watch the whole pilot, so I'm not an also, expert on by the way, if they stay the leads or whatever.
0: I haven't seen it. I'm not sure but I do think the the new Saved by the Bell does address the racial I so. issues. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I, I think that that is like yeah, the, the representation I saw something that was like, you know I read a lot of stuff on like uh, raising anti-racist kids and it's like one of them said even like the art, like the art in your house, is it all, if there are people, then they are white people. Yeah. And like, I'm doing, um, that training, part of the, the mindfulness training, a big part of it is like diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility training. And you, we have like separate groups for white people and for people of color because we've, we've talked about this. If there's no, like, of course that is, has some complications and they get that question a lot. I think of like, why are we doing this? But if you are talking about race issues with, um, where they're, it's mixed, there's white people, then the peop- the burden often falls on the people of color to like educate the white people. Mm. And it doesn't feel like a totally safe space for them. Of course, understandably, so, um, anyway, so we're meeting in these white groups and we're finding like so many of us have a story of like, I was raised by, by parents who really were against racism and like would even talk about that. Or like some people they're like, they you know, their parents were like hippies and would march and stuff. But they didn't know any black people. Right. Or they lived in, like, a very white area, like, in a white bubble. And we're just really seeing, I think, representation in, like, a child's life makes a big, big difference.
1: It's really interesting. I think one of the fundamental fears is that if white people aren't winning, then the whole thing will fall apart and then no one will be winning.
0: That's what white people do, I think like that's, that's part of the, white fragility. Yeah. Is,
1: is when I'm quiet with my own weird beliefs or, or, or things that I feel like were handed to me. Mm. Is like, yeah, the system's unfair. Mm. But right now it's unfair and at least one group is winning. Mm. And if we try and stabilize all the levels, then we'll all just be not winning. And there won't even be... That isn't, It'll, isn't
0: that just which like, is Ann
1: Rand, which is if you if you pay if Jeff Bezos paid everybody three hundred thousand dollars a year, they'd quit
2: mm-hmm. like
1: the whole thing will fall apart. It's a it's a deeply sort of conservative Republican belief. Like, mm. why don't you pay? You need to pay your employees just enough so they have to keep working for you, but are mm. relatively happy. Because if you give them a $500,000 bonus, they'll leave because they don't want to work for you. Yeah. And then, I don't know how those two things are related, but I think there's something really rotten in the roots, which is like, I think uh, honks, honks are, honkers, honkers, honkies, I'm, no. I'm just He's trying like to keep boobs? it, trying to <laughs> <laughs> would like to look like they're helping, but like uh, would want, would quietly want to keep things the same
0: but isn't that yes i think that is true and and they want to keep things the same even if they're not aware that they want to keep things the same because it's so but it's it's also exactly the nature of the human brain so if we make this like the masculine the logical the thinking brain Against or versus the feminine, inclusive, receiving, flexible, adaptable brain. Feeling brain, yeah. The heart. The way that your brain often keeps control and doesn't share with your body is by saying, well, at least we're doing it. If we can't trust. This, you, the whole system.
1: You're blowing my dick.
0: We took control. Sorry, for I reason. shouldn't have said
1: blowing my dick. I meant like blowing my brain, <laughs> blowing, b- blowing my it. head. But I said dick <laughs> for some reason, and blowing is a sex act. I'm just saying you're you're brilliant. Yeah. The struggle between who gets the power in culture is also the struggle of who gets the power and control in your one body.
2: Yeah.
1: Your heart, as Ramdas would say, wants to give away the store.
2: Mm-hmm. Let the
1: homeless person sleeping on your street come in your house. Mm-hmm. It's breaking our heart. Mm-hmm. That's us. Yeah. We love everyone. Give it away, and the head says that person could be unsafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to save money. Winter is coming. You could lose your. And that's very. The brain even tricks you by being like, "I know it's not a perfect system, but we can't trust that gushy guy."
0: That's right, or and we can't trust the body. The body like feels like we're dying all, all yeah, the time the when we're just like, at the supermarket. You want to give you
1: know? the keys to the guy and the suit, the thing, the part of us that in the supermarket, heard a song play...
0: When really... And,
1: and started crying.
0: As we know, that's like the brain's misinterpretation of what the body is doing. If it actually would just give the body the microphone, there's that, there's no problem. <laughs> right. It's the brain right. wedging in. And I feel like that somehow it still works with the metaphor for this. Well, Andrew and, that, and I
1: were just talking about uh, oh, I lost it because I was worried I interrupted you and then I lost it. Oh, no. That's no, okay. Um we were just talking oh th- when w- how we feel like it's not always good culturally to show your feelings. Mm. And I will concede to that that sometimes other people's feelings makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. because often my own feelings make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um and it, it's interesting. I I wonder what you think about this. I was like I think I will have to or I, I let's put it this way, I think it would be wise to teach Leela that there are some situations, for example, your house is on fire, mm-hmm. now is not a good time to go Oh darling, this is so sad mm. you have to get your you know social security card or whatever <laughs> you're going to rescue your cat and get out of the house. Mm-hmm. But there's other situations that aren't as di- immediate mm-hmm. as a fire mm-hmm. where you do have to go you're, let's say you are in a job interview mm-hmm. and someone does hurt your feelings.
2: Mm-hmm. I,
1: it, it's just a, it's part of being the human animal, and I really want to hear what you think about this. The ability, and I know women do this, I'm not even saying it's a guy thing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to hit pause on a feeling, mm. because that's, if you're in a, a tense situation, you're in a, finish the thought, the job interview, they say something that's condescending or mean or hurtful,
2: mm-hmm.
1: unintentionally, you can't cry,
2: mm. it's like
1: there's no crying in baseball, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: meaning... Sometimes you need to learn to to do what men traditionally do way too much which is compartmentalize and deny their th- mm. feelings for later. Let's process this later.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's such an interesting question. The first thing that comes to mind is the whole you can't cry in a job interview is because men have built the system. If women built the system, maybe we would be like, hey, you're a full-spectrum person. You can have your your emotions are welcome here. I'm not threatened by them. That's interesting.
1: As you say that, I can immediately picture a job interview. If it's not... But you're talking about emotional wholeness. If in the job interview we start talking about family Mm -hmm. and I start telling you that my mom passed away and I start crying, Mm -hmm. I think we're in a culture currently that could value that. Mm -hmm. But if I start telling you, like... What are you gonna do? They're this and this and this. Then I'm like, give you three things and you get so overwhelmed that you start crying. Yeah, you sure. might be like, Well, I don't I don't think you have the fortitude. These yes. are the code words we use. Yeah. For you don't have the skill to postpone your feelings until mm-hmm. after the task is accomplished. Mm-hmm. If every guy or 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 woman, every person on an I beam building a skyscraper was going, like, I saw a, a, a ladybug and it reminded me of that mm-hmm. summer in, in Rhode Island. <laughs> and he starts crying and he drops a blowtorch on somebody's head. This is a cliche, but, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: where in all of our embodiment talk, da- is it good to have some of that, like, it's not what's happening right now? Because that's yeah. sort of what I do for a living, is I show up somewhere and no matter how I'm feeling... I look for mm-hmm. the funny version of me, mm-hmm. and that's not just boys, mm-hmm. all entertainers, all public speakers, all clergy, yeah. all people who present or all people who have to show up all barbers do this mm-hmm. they can't all all beauty technicians do this, all manicurists do this they have to go now isn't the time to be a mess
0: yeah i I think that there is um. I think that's the thing. Is well, I think so many things about this. The one, the first thing I was gonna say is, I feel like there is an uh, attuned, embodied way, and I and I do practice it um, to say, "Okay, I see you. Thank you for letting me know you're there. I will get you somewhere safe where we can deal with that." Yeah. Which is like, that's how I feel if something comes up even when I'm like, for example, when I was in Texarkana uh, for my my grandpa's funeral and I was in so many situations with with people, even though they were family members, that I was like, I can't, my feelings aren't entirely safe here. So Mm. I have to just go and I have to wait and manage it. So you are working with the whole system. You're not just, but I was going to say the second part of that is, there is validity to it, to this point, and I want to be careful because the that is like the thinking's mind, the thinking mind's storytelling about why we can't trust the body or trust feelings, is it's like, and if you think about like traditional, like misogynistic, even relationships, where it's like, Well, women are hysterical. We can't trust them to do anything. They'll be so emotional all the time. What if they get their periods? Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I just really, really don't want to fall into that myth because the truth is, if you are embodied and you're working with your whole system, including the brain, but it's just one of the factory workers, it's not the CEO, um, then then there is... A way of, like, managing it in a really so healthy hard. way.
1: It's funny. As I was, we started talking about this, I'm glad we did, I was like, who better than women know how to hit pause on a feeling?
0: Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, that's a female cliche. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Men are doing it unconsciously. Mm-hmm. This is a generalization, but I feel like women are doing it consciously.
0: Yeah, and... More often. I think that's true. And, like, parents... No, I have to do this all the time. Like your kid's feelings gonna take the the. So if, if Leela's having really big feelings, of course I have feelings about those feelings. But like I have to wait. That's right. A minute. That's and exactly be there for right. Her feelings. If she
1: starts crying and then I start crying, it's like this is this isn't helpful to anybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even if I'm just crying because her crying makes me sad. Yeah. It's but I I I think. What I've uncovered is a slight uh, unconscious bias that women aren't as good at pausing their emotions. I think I might have had some of that in there. And now that we're talking about it, I'm like... Uh, you know, watching shows like Girls and stuff, I'm like... Or or just knowing women, I'm like, of course... They, they're the ones that are... It's the cliche of crying in the bathroom in Mad Men. It's like... Yeah. They're constantly yeah. being it's humiliated, so constantly being degraded, and constantly yes. being called to the standard of thinkiness Mm -hmm. that the patriarchy is insisting everybody do, including one another. We're policing one another.
0: Yeah, not to mention we're thinking of emotions as crying. If you include, and it should be because it's an emotion, anger, then men cannot hit pause on their emotions maybe even nearly as, as often. I mean, like, if we're thinking about how many men flip a lid at work, or even in a job interview. I mean, it, you know, yeah. that's that's just become, the patriarchy has told us that that's the acceptable, strong emotion. Right. And so that doesn't even get included when that's we're right. like, emotional.
1: Well, we have a hierarchy of emotions and which ones are good mm-hmm. and cool and that also comes from what we've seen mm-hmm. I've often applied this to sexuality. I, you know you've heard me say if we had a bisexual president and mm-hmm. all our sports heroes were bisexual, mm-hmm. and you know Teddy Roosevelt, the great bisexual, you know like <laughs> yeah. you didn't even have to say it like it was this is ancient Greece, by the way, yeah, which is like, yeah, everybody fucks everybody, yeah, you would see more bisexuals, but similarly, if our movies had Batman. Crying, mm-hmm. and that was celebrated. You'd have more that emotion
0: mm-hmm. is
1: equal to anger, but we see anger showcased, yeah, and valued.
0: And then it goes back to that
1: Teddy Roosevelt, the great, the great bisexual. bisexual.
0: It goes back to that great Eckhart Tolle point that he makes in New Earth that I can never f- fully quote accurately, but that his theory is that the developing male ego early on sensed that it would survive better in the masculine and mm. in the male ego and so that's where a lot of like uh, murdering of women burning of oh, witches oh yeah the witch
1: trials and all that doing like because women and were a threat beca- which is funny because like, and
0: specifically things like being in, into nature being relational with other women getting together like yeah. Having meetings, you know, whatever, making choices about their own bodies, their sexuality, all these things that are specifically feminine. It was like trying to demolish the feminine. And a, a big part of that was emotions. Mm. And it was logic over emotions because the ego, the human ego can work better with the fuel of the brain yeah exactly that's right that's why he also says it's in general easier for i'm not even going to say women he says women but i'm going to say uh people with more feminine energy to awaken because they're a little bit more in their emotional world and emotions are an easier portal to the present than thoughts and thinking wow
1: it's really interesting. It's like, as above, so below. It's like everything that's going on inside of ourselves is what's going on in the world.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. But also not just the way we are and the way we behave, but even the way that things work. What I said to Andrew... So Richard Ror has this incredible... I I told him, I was like, if you said that on stage uh, at a comedy club, people would laugh. Mm. Where it's like he was talking about how Christianity, Christianity is all... Far too often it's all about resurrection. But it's like you forget the religion is actually about death and resurrection. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and the symbol, this is Richie, the symbol of the faith is a naked, humiliated, Mm. bleeding, these are his words, loser. (laughs) And we've made it the religion of winners. That like God's on our side, we can't do it. This man was stripped and beaten, not just... And I'm not. I'm not even saying not for your sins. Yeah, that's turning it into be like, well, every whiplash was the whiplash I deserve for jerking off and watching porkies. You know. Yep. It's such a. That's just turning it into winning. It's it's the it's the me it's the me too. Yeah. God is saying when you're suffering, you're holding a part of God's suffering, and God is suffering. Mm. With you, through you, and as you. Because that's the whole pattern of the cosmos. Is birth, death, resurrection. Birth, death, resurrection. And it's possible to die uh, before we can narrativize, oh, well, that was his resurrection. Richie says resurrection is just another word for change. And often in the short term, it doesn't look like resurrection at all. It just looks like death. you know what I'm saying
0: yes I do like
1: because we go but (laughs) where's the resurrection of the guy who loses his job his wife leaves he's broke he's and then he's hit by a car where was his resurrection you what what I'm learning through Richie is this is a corporate experience Mm. all of humanity all of life it's not you Mm-hmm. It, so we we tell stories about you Valerie's story mm. But it's the story of everything yeah. Yeah. So the story doesn't End when you die mm-hmm. Your story continues
2: mm-hmm. and, it,
1: and it ripples Out through infinity mm. Beyond this planet mm. Beyond the life of this planet mm-hmm. Everything is affected by Everything It can't be stopped So I was giving all these words of encouragement I don't know why you know, last time I was in no mood today I'm in a good mood mm-hmm. and I love it. It's it's wonderful. And I was just talking about one of the things we love saying. It's a Byron Katie point. Look how supported you are. Yeah. The the oxygen is coming in freely and feeding your cells. Mm-hmm. And and the chair is holding your body and the gravity is hugging you to the earth. Look at what a part of a system you are. But then also this is Terrence McKenna He's like, even the way that I just adjusted my hair behind my ear, I have long hair now, is an echo of how my great, 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 great -great grandmother put her hair behind her ear. Mm. I am the living echo of the ancestors. Mm. That's not woo-woo. The way that I'm moving my hands right now to illustrate my point is exactly the way my great, great, great grandfather did it. Or his, ch- his child, yeah. which was my great-great-grandfather. You are in a lineage. Yeah. The way I'm talking, the way mm-hmm. my voice sounds, the way your eyes look, mm-hmm. is the way that you go back and back and back and back. You are in it. Yeah. You are it. Yeah. And maybe you do die on your lowest day and we don't see a resurrection and it just looks like death. The resurrection and the salvation and the sin is everybody. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing Mm -hmm. it's all corporate Mm -hmm. and richie says christ came to show he this is sort of off topic but he goes all of history we thought we had to shed blood to get to god and christ was god shedding blood to get to us Mm -hmm. going like look that's how badly i want you you don't have to do that retro retributive
0: retribution retributive,
1: retributive retributive violence you don't have to you don't have to keep transmitting your pain and passing it on. Jesus is murdered and asks for and he comes back to life. Okay, you're murdered and you come back to life. What's the first thing you do? Let's go get the fuckers that murdered me. Mm-hmm. You have followers? Get them to get the people that murdered you. Yes. You just proved you're God. You came back to life. Let's get the fuckers.
0: But then you're perpetuating But the, then
1: you're paying it forward because yeah. it's corporate. And he's yeah. saying you can, you can stop it. can end it. with me. You can transmute it instead of transmitting it. This is all Richie Roar, by I the way. I
0: love all of that. But the oh whole thing, God. the
1: Terrence McKenna thing, the way your leg is shaped, and I'm talking to everyone who's listening, yeah. the way your leg is shaped, mm-hmm. the way your hair grows or your eyebrows are shaped, that's m- millions of years of evolution and you are the cutting edge of human technology (laughs) you are as new and as vital as it's ever been yeah right now you are and you're carrying forward so much more the isolation of your private story Mm -hmm. of course we're obsessed with achievement and wealth and power. That's all the individual can do. Mm. But when you see your place in the ancestry of mm. things and people and the planet and the universe, you relax a whole fucking lot. Yeah. And you see that all those other games are just that, they're just ego <sighs> trips.
0: Wow I love this so
1: much Isn't that good stuff?
0: That's so good I'm trying That's to so think good. Of, and the, the
1: I, I read and listen to so much Richie I can't really tell people where to get that The In the Footsteps of Paul is one of them yeah. The
0: Ancestor thing keeps coming up And I really think it's something that would be valuable for me to look into more And I'm sure our beautiful listeners are going to send me a message of books I could read on it uh, And that would be greatly appreciated Um, but I just, I, because my core negative belief is I'm all alone and I'm small and fragile and separate, like to think of that connection to the earth and to my ancestors and, and I kind of started doing that when I had Lila, like that is one of the ways to think about it is, thinking of the, all of the women that came before you that gave birth in your lineage. That's right. And, like, even imagining them standing in the delivering room with you, like, with all of their stories and just remembering that your body knows how to do it. It's, it's in a way, it your body has done it. You know what your, I mean? And
1: it's the same with death. Yeah, Your exactly. body knows how to do it. It
0: knows how to do and it. And it has done it. And it learned from all of the people who in your lineage who did it. That's right. And, um, and so I love that. And then it also in terms of healing, like even directly when I was pregnant and still in my spiritual journey, thinking of the things that my parents and grandparents didn't have the resources to process the things that happened to them, but they had no resources to work with it, so they just held it in their bodies and then handed it down to me, and I am the first. I'm. I would say I'm a first generation resourced person.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> to be able to process all of that pain. That's right. So that's generational pain, and then so I you're know working off going. all
1: of theirs too.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. working off all of theirs, and I am. So sometimes that can feel like, oh, why do I have to do it? That sucks. But it really is a privilege because I have the resources to do it. And that pain doesn't stop at my grandparents. Those are just, that's just the pain that I know about. Mm. But like, of course that goes deep into my ancestors and like they would on some level. And this, I know this is like, this is not a new idea. I think this is like a very, um, it has like West African origins and native American, but it's like, Your ancestors want you to heal. They're they're invested in your healing. Well, your healing is their their healing. healing. Exactly.
1: That's the whole... For some reason, it was just on my mind. All I wanted to say to Andrew and the people listening to our podcast was these encouraging messages. Mm -hmm. And from the ancestors, you get to the awareness Mm. that's looking out your eyes isn't a personal... And I've made this point before, but it's not personal. It's not your awareness. Yeah. It's not my awareness. I'm renting it, or the, or this or it's renting this body. Yeah. Is actually a better way to put it. So, my awareness that's looking out my eyes is the same that's looking out your eyes. Yeah. You you can't be alone. You
0: can't be alone. And well, by the way,
1: the the what Richard would call it, the Christ, the the. Panentheism, the the God energy, the life energy that's in you, is in the chair, is in the did you know ninety percent of your molecules every year are replaced? Wow. So every seven years every cell is completely reborn, but every year ninety eight percent of your atoms are replaced. Wow. So what is happening? I know I always say it's a swarm of bees mm-hmm. or it's wind. And we're just plastic bags in the wind Mm -hmm. going around so sure that you're just a plastic bag. Mm -hmm. And I was making that point. I'll make it again here. I was like, when I die and I say to Leela, there's nowhere you can go. I am not. I mean that quite literally. Yeah. And my awareness is the same awareness as... You pick your, you could say Napoleon if you want to go sort of that way. Say Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa. Mm. You could say whoever you want. Mm
0: -hmm. There's just one. Yeah.
1: We're just talking about the phenomenon of awareness that we all share. It's the wind. Yeah. Is the focal point of spirituality, of spiritual practice. We're interested in the wind, but we're in a bag culture. Look at that bag.
2: Yeah. It's catching
1: the wind and. It started a company, and that's a great American. Theodore Roosevelt, the great bisexual. (laughs) When really the focus, and everyone should agree on this, is the fundamental building block of reality and of awareness being itself. Mm. is sort of the only thing really worth talking about. Mm -hmm. But when you get into it,
2: Mm -hmm. you start
1: to get some of the peace of like, okay, that's why I like... The way I rest my hands on my chest, as I am right now, mm-hmm. generations of my, men and women and children, they did this too. Yeah. And I'm also part of a culture that showed me hand gestures like this. But I'm getting info from the culture. So I'm I- integrated into a culture, too, mm-hmm. and a time too yes. that's how unalone you are you are in this time you are in this culture yeah. you are in this moment and you're in a lineage and the awareness looking out your eyes is the same awareness that was looking out Jesus's eyes mm-hmm. or whoever you want mhm Daniel Day Lewis's eyes well, it's like it's it's a good it's good news it's great <laughs> news it's news and it's news. not about the performance principle it's not to quote Richie if i could just stop this God would like me mm-hmm. that's ridiculous you can't do it yeah that's the that's the bad news forget it yes the good news is uh, what what does he say? Um, God doesn't love us because God uh, God doesn't love us because we are good. Mm-hmm. God loves us because God is good mm-hmm. and we don't come to it by doing it right the flaws are in it. Yeah. Richie's always making the point that all of the saints including Jesus, None of them would live up to today's morality mm. standards.
0: You know what's so crazy? I Hit always it. I always heard that God doesn't love us because we are good. God loves us because he is good as a, like, because we aren't good and he is good. Like, he loves us even though we're shitheads. Right. <laughs> and that's, like, that was the first time I've heard it as, like, it doesn't matter whether you're good or not. There is no good and bad No, for we
1: you. really get extreme with it. Yeah. Like, it's not, you're bad. It's like, you're not bad or, or good. good. You, you just
0: are. not You are, and, and that's perfect, and God loves you because, because, and that's where it's like, the universe is ultimately benevolent.
1: Because God, God can't help good. it. Yeah. God is love. We can say that. Yeah. It's in the, it's in the book. Yeah. God is love,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we
1: go, but he hates you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just saw a meme.
1: It was Jesus knocking at the door. He's like, let me in. And the voice on the other side of the door says, why? And he says, to save you from what I'll do to you if you don't let me in. Wow. And I was like, that's brilliant. It's just a meme. But Jesus saves you
0: from Jesus. Yes. Yeah. That's, that that's was what like, we were told. I know. And Jack Cornfield tells the story about... Uh, I can't remember, but it was like you know, a missionary goes to like a, a indigenous tribe or like a, a part of the world that has never been told about Jesus, and he tells them the gospel. And the guy says, S- "I believe this is Jack Cornfield, I th- or maybe it's Tara, I don't know, but anyway, one of my people." And um, so the guy says, "So if I didn't know about, if I had never heard about Jesus, would I have gone to hell?" And the guy said, no. And he said, then why on earth did you tell me?
1: Yeah. Isn't that's,
0: that, that's it. That's, that's like it. the trap.
1: That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of, I, 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 this could be wrong. It was one Latter-day Saint told me this. It was like the only unforgivable sin is if you know that the Mormon Jesus is, is God and you deny it. Mm. So if you're not, if you don't know about it, you're off the hook. It's, yeah. It's a, it's
0: Doesn't a it just situation. reek of like. After the fact logic, like you make a statement, like you know what everybody it is. needs this. And then they're like, well, what about this? What about this? And you're trying to piece it together. Now
1: it's Glengarry Glen Ross, which you already mentioned. <laughs> In Glengarry Glen Ross, he, uh, it's Ed Harris's character, Dave Moss, tells Alan Arkin's character, George Arano. I can't believe I know all their names, but who are we kidding?
0: I can absolutely believe that you know.
1: So Ed, we'll call them the actors. Ed Harris tells Alan Arkin... What he, he, that he's going to rob the office mm. And he tells him how he's going to do it And when he's going to do it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then, To get the leads To get the leads And then he says and you have to help me You have to in whatever way it is mm-hmm. And he goes no I don't And he goes yes you do And he goes why And he goes because I just You're an accessory before the fact wow. I told you I was going to do it And he's like uh, he, And he goes so you're guilty too and he goes, and why is that? And he goes, because you listened. Wow. So his crime
0: uh-huh. was listening. Yeah. To something so that he didn't even know he was going to didn't even want to, to know.
1: It's very similar to someone saying, yeah. if you don't believe this, you'll go to hell. Yeah. But if you had never known about it, you wouldn't have gone to and hell.
0: like, how, So which is it? Is God love? God is love. Or is he like a tricky little son of a bitch? That's right. <laughs> who's trapping you? But
1: that's why the the, the concept of corporate... Like, sin as being uh, a corporate thing. Just like a, yeah. like human beings as a whole tend to miss the mark
0: yeah. as a
1: whole. Yeah. I, and no one can do it right. and, and It's just like, what's happening? Mm. It's what's happening. It's the collective unconscious. It's our shadow.
0: Well, we're, revol- we're evolving. So we're just constantly being new at something. Like, we're misunderstanding because we're not... We're still we're still new at this.
1: Yeah, that's right. I don't right. know. That's, that's one way right. to look at it. But when you get the onus off of you earning it, you really start to see a picture of, of the gospel that actually is good news. Yeah. And what's wonderful is, it's not in the footsteps of Paul, although that's really great. I think it's called Life is Participation. Mm. Um, let, me, let me make... I'll just look it up. It'll take me two seconds. Yeah. It's called... Great themes of Paul. Richard really walks you through the letters of Paul, which, by the way, fun fact: if you ever want to impress people with Bible knowledge, they're older than the Gospels. Mm. the The letters of Paul are written around seventy A.D. Mm-hmm. The ish between forty and seventy, I think. And the first, the oldest Gospel is like older than that. It's like but seventy eighty.
0: How were the Gospels written then? Because I guess I always assume that the Gospels were written based on like real time notes that like John was taking. <laughs> I don't
1: think that's the case. I, I think th- I, we're out of my depth. I don't know. I'd love to ask Richard that. I'm sure he would give us a good answer. Mm-hmm. All I know is like the Gospel of John in particular is over a hundred years after Jesus died. Mm. But I'm sure that some of these things were uh, handed down, verbal, yeah, yeah, oral tradition, and, and and you know, there's Q. Not Q and on. Q is the fifth gospel that all the four gospels are using as a reference, but they've never found. Isn't that fun?
0: Wow, that is. It's a little
1: unfortunate that it's called Q. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I I just, uh, Richie was telling me that the gospel of Thomas is in newer Bibles, like, I I forget how he said it. It's being included because they're like, there's just too much in there. Oh, wow. That uh, rings true. Interesting We didn't even get to that I just spent the last week with Richard Which was awesome yes. We didn't yeah. even get to it We'll have to do have it another do time We'll an
0: amazing trip Yeah, you can tell us more about it We'll later. do
1: it another time
0: Yeah This was great This was so great Can we read the poem?
1: Yes This
0: poem We have a
1: great poem So part of my trip was with Mirabai Star um, And she is wonderful
0: Yeah, our new best friend Even though I haven't yes. met her officially yet Just
1: real soul friend I kind soul of friends. have
0: this feeling that when I meet her Like, I've envisioned meeting her, and I feel like we just, like, cry and hold each other.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. I I know exactly where you're getting that. Her book, by the way, which is called Fierce Mercy, I hope I'm getting that right, is unbelievable. And I'm going to have her on very soon. Um, But we'll we'll catch you guys up on my Richie trip. It was amazing. And it's probably why I'm so full of the spirit.
0: Full of it look at these pictures of Leela. Know. look at that photo. oh my gosh she was taking guacamole with a knife
1: and spreading a butter it knife her. and
0: spreading it all over her face like the kindergarten teacher and billy madison does with paste
1: oh my god <laughs> very good pull
0: what a great pull that was a great pull so
1: i'm scrolling through all my photos of me and richie okay. i had real richie withdrawal since yeah. I've been home mm-hmm. some people when they saw the movie Avatar they were depressed it was called the Avatar Blues <laughs> I know
0: that's great because also because they're they're
1: blue no it works on two levels and it's because the movie, the world was so beautiful they didn't want to come back to this world it's sort of weird I guess but um
0: wow very
1: strange I was in just constant communion with Richie mm. not even really talking about very deep stuff just enjoying one another and I came home and I was like wait I have to like make plans. Like you know that summer camp feeling, or a monastery. Yep. Where there's just or a, retreat, or a retreat where there just are people around. Yeah. I'm very convinced that's just how I'm supposed to be living. That's
0: how I'm supposed to be I living. And, you, and I resisted a little while for you to see it.
1: I know I, I resist it because I'm I'm the the head doofus. You're gonna read it, it's okay? Head
0: doofus.
1: I'm the head doofus. You're not the head doofus. We're going to read this poem So Mirabai read this And she read it to us before dinner And she read it twice Because that's what you do with poems Um, But Uh, why, why don't you go ahead
0: All right Annunciation by Marie Howe Even if I don't see it again Nor ever feel it I know it is And that if once it hailed me It ever does and so it is myself I want to turn in that direction, not as toward a place, but it was a tilting within myself, as one turns a mirror to flash the light to where it isn't. I was blinded like that, and swam in what shone at me, only able to endure it by being no one, and so specifically myself I thought I'd die from being loved like that. Ugh. It's really good.
1: (laughs) What do you do in this world? Read that poem, I guess.
0: Yeah, just read that poem.
1: What a gift.
0: Yeah, this is a great one. We did have deep thoughts, but they were lovely. Yeah. And we got some good sillies out. We sure did. Okay, we're going to
1: get this to Katie and post-it. Keep, Keep
0: it crispy. crispy. I'm
1: so crispy. I'm so crispy. <laughs> so crispy, crispy,
0: crispy. Did you hit stuff? No. Here we go. <laughs> I'm so crispy. My eyes